הרי נמי כאשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדורנו ולכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש שבשם בארץ המה. ובפחד רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מכוח חוכמה רבנו נחמן ופגם את שמחה. נא נח נחמן נחמן ואומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. ברוך השם. Today we're going to do two lessons, Torah Samer Bet and Torah Samer Gimel. Starting with Torah 62. These are the journeys of the Jewish people, the children of Israel. It says in Bamidbar, chapter 33. It's brought in the Midrash. Look in the Likute Moharan as well. Um, lesson 40, I believe. Um... In the name of the, the book Asara Ma'amarot, over there, this idea is mentioned, I believe. That the journeys of the Jewish people, meaning the, the traveling with the Jewish people engage in, and when they travel from one place to the next, this idea of traveling atoned for the sin of Ele Elokecha Israel. When the Jewish people created the golden calf, the golden calf started speaking and said, These are your gods, O Yisrael. An aspect of idol worship. And our journey from one place to the next is actually able to atone for that sin. Meaning through the blemish of idol worship. That journeying around and traveling from one place to the next is able to atone for the sin of idol worship. Because even if there's no service of idol worship, meaning even though today we do not serve idols, there is still the blemish of idol worship. Why? Because Rabbeinu says, the damage of faith, when faith is damaged, this is also an aspect of Avodah It's brought down in the name of Hashem Tov. In the Sefer Ba'ashem Tov Torah, Parashat Ekev Ot Nun Vav, over there, Al Pasuk on the, on the verse in Tvarim chapter 11, Vesartem Ba'avatem Elohim Achirim, and we say in Shema every single day, Vesartem you'll stray, Ba'avatem you'll serve Elohim Achirim, other gods. That Ba'ashem Tov says over there on that verse, an explanation of the verse, That the, immediately the second you turn away from God is an aspect of idol worship. Meaning the second we don't rely on Hashem and we turn away from Hashem is an aspect of idol worship. When an event happens to us and we don't recognize that it's Hashem Yitbarach, that too is also an aspect of idol worship. But through the journey of the Jewish people, we're able to atone for that sin. You see in the Sifri, we saw this in previous lessons in the Likut Moran, that what? That as long as there's idol worship in the world, there's divine anger in the world. That God cannot stand idol worship. Nimtza, we find, when we atone for the blemish of Avodah Zarah, of idol worship, as we said above, we sweeten divine anger. And now that divine anger has been sweetened, we draw down compassion into the world from God. And what's the essence of compassion, of mercy? It's what is brought down in the verse in Sefer Bereshit, chapter 43. The El Shaddai and God Almighty shall give to you mercy. To you specifically. Meaning what? And look how awesome this is. Pay attention very closely because this principle Rabban was teaching us is so awesome. It's amazing and it's so practical. Look at, look at this. Meaning what? 
the verse specifically said, Hashem Almighty is giving you guys mercy. Lachem to you. Meaning, what Hashem Yitbarach Yitel Lanu Achvanu. That Hashem Yitbarach gives the mercy to us, the compassion to us. Shem Shem Sorat That He shall put the compassion in our hands. Because by God, with regard to God, it can be that all the difficult sicknesses that He can put upon a person, all the afflictions, all the suffering, can be compassion because God sees the entire picture. So the truth is nothing is immoral. Nothing is, not, nothing is a lack of mercy. Everything God does is merciful. But we can't handle that. Because it's certain that everything God does to a person, even the difficult afflictions, everything is only God's compassion. But we request and we ask from God that He shall give a hand over in our hands the compassion. Because we do not understand God's compassion. And we're not able to accept His compassion. Rabban was teaching us how to actually transform God's will into our will in a sense. Because it could be Hashem's will is compassion, but the compassion we cannot understand. But we want to understand the compassion. We want things in the way that we don't understand it because we are very little. And we don't have that great consciousness. So Rabbeinu is saying that we want to accept the Rachmanut in our hands. Because we cannot accept Hashem's Rachmanut the way He decides it is. That Hashem should give in our hands, the compassion, so that we ourselves shall have compassion on ourselves, meaning that we should decide how the, should compassion, how the compassion shall draw down. And by us, compassion is in its simple form. To be healed from sickness, not to have heart, heart sicknesses, God forbid. And etc., etc., anything that is similar to this. We want, we want to be... Um, have had compassion on, we want Hashem to have compassion on us in a way that we understand. And this is if you take the word Yisrael. Yisrael, El Yisrael, or Yisrael is the acronym of the phrase El And God Almighty shall give to you Rachamim compassion. Because we said above, the compassion is created through the journeys of Bnei Yisrael, the children of Yisrael. Why? That we say once we, the, the, the Bnei Yisrael travel from one place to the next, they, they repair the blemish of Avodazara. And what is Avodazara? Avodazara is this aspect of divine anger because when there's the idol worship in the world, there's divine anger in the world. So when we take these journeys, when the Jewish people take these journeys, we sweeten divine anger, we sweeten idol worship. And once we see divine anger, then there's compassion in the world. So it's through our journeys, the journey of the Jewish people, and this is why Rabbeinu said, when a person is proposed to go on a journey, a certain trip, a person should take the offer. And obviously there's scenarios maybe that might change, but nonetheless Rabbeinu says that sometimes a person might need to go down in chains if a person does not take the trap, if does not go on travel. And there's certain rectifications that a Jew can do when he travels. But Rabbeinu is saying that when the Jew, Yisrael, goes on these journeys, he transforms this journey into El Shaddai Rachamim. He draws down compassion into, into the Jewish people's hands so that you shall decide how the mercy shall be brought down from Hashem. An amazing lesson. Torah Samir Gimel 63. Dano, ki Yaakov avinu kshesharachet banam asechet ha-shatin yosef. 
that when Yaakov, our forefather, when he sent his children, the ten tribes, to Yosef, he sent with them the melody of the land of Israel. It's an amazing lesson. Pay attention. The Rabbi says this is the secret. How do we know this? It's in the verse. Take from the choice products of the land in your, pouch, in your pouches, in your vessels. That's in Bereshit chapter 43. And to say this in the Korbanot, in the Pitumak Toret, which we read every day, to Segura, it's a very big, it's very propitious to say this phrase, and it continues for a few, one or two more lines. Etc. Etc. It says over there that actually to Segura to say this to prevent uh, the Ariza says to prevent a person from um, whenever there's epidemics in the world to save a person. It's a Segura to say this in the Pitumak Toret. But nonetheless, Rabban was saying. And he's explaining this phrase, What it literally means is take from the choice, the choicest parts of the land, the choice products of the land. But Rabbi was saying, Zimrat comes from the word, Zemer, song. This is the aspect of song and melody. Take from the melody of the land of Israel, in your pouches. That Yaakov Avinu was sending through the tribes to Yosef this melody. Rashi says, Rashi explains over there, what is Mizimrat from the choice products? It's from Leshon Zemer, an expression of Zemer, song. Kida, because now Rabbeinu says, know this. Each and every shepherd has a unique melody that is unique to him. According to the, the shrubs and according to the place in which he's shepherding. Because each and every animal has a certain grass that it connects to, that it needs to eat. He also, the shepherd also doesn't always pasture in the same place. And according to the grass and the the shrubs, the plants, the place in which he's shepherding, similar to that place, you'll have a certain melody over there. Because each and every grass has a certain song. Which it sings. And this is the aspect of Perkshira, the song of Perkshira, uh, this very beautiful uh, thing, as it brought down, mentioned the beauty of this in the Zohar Kadosh, Midrash um, Tanchuma also, and Parashat Kitisa. Um, and look at Perkshira, look at the introduction of Perkshira, which is uh, basically a ton of. Uh, Sayings which all these animals and these plants and these different aspects of creation sing to God. And each and every unique creation, it's song to Hashem. And the beauty of each and every song, what verses they sing. That uh, look at the beginning of Perik Shira and how big it is to say this. You see over there the beauty of the songs of the creation. Rabbeinu also speaks about this and we saw this in Lesson 11 of Likutim Antinyana, That each and every tree, each and every blade, each and every leaf each and every blade of grass has a song in which it sings Hashem Bach, and this song has no ulterior motives. That when a person goes out to the field to pray, he's able to tap into that, that innocence of each and every prayer of every aspect of creation. That's why it's so big to go out to the field to pray and to do Yibodudut, to meditate with Hashem. So Rabbi Nachman says, this is the aspect of Perak Shira, each and every grass, a blade of grass has a song in which it sings. And according to the song of the grass, this creates the melody of the, the shepherd who's, gra- who's uh, pasturing over there. And this is the secret of what is written. 
that Ada bore this person Yavan, who Haya Avi Yoshev Ohel Mikne. He was the father of the tent dwellers with cattle. Veshem Achiv Yuval, his brother was Yuval, who Haya Avi Kol Tofes Kinov Eugav. He was the father of all who play the harp and the flute. And it's brought down over there. This idea. Let's see what this means. Because this immediately when the world, the second there was shepherd of cattle in the world, immediately there was musical instruments. Because this is the time where you talk about shepherding in the Torah. That Adab or Yaval, and he was uh, the father of the tent dwellers with cattle. It speaks about people shepherding. Then his brother was Yuval. He was the father of all the play, of those who play harp and flute. So we see this idea of the those people who are shepherding the cattle is right connected to the verse. Is literally in the same aspect of the verse, in the same verse as those who play the harp and the flute. We see this idea that once there's shepherds, there's melody, because melody stems from this place in which these shepherds are shepherding from. That each and every shepherd has a melody that's unique to him and unique in the place in which he's pasturing. Because each and every grass has a certain song. Second, there was shepherd of cattle is the second musical instrument existed. And therefore, David Amelech, upon him be peace, who is a skilled musician, as in Shmuel, uh, Shmuel Aleph, chapter 16. So over there, David Amelech knew how to play. Knew how to play. He was a real musician. Therefore, David Amelech was a shepherd. This is this explains the idea of how David Amelech was a master in music and was also a shepherd. We also see with the our ancestors, the greatest tzaddikim, that they were all shepherds. They were all shepherds of cattle. And this is the aspect of what is brought in the verse in Yeshaya. The prophet, from the end of the earth, we heard songs. Meaning that the songs and the melodies emerge from the corners of the earth. Meaning what? What are the corners of the earth? The, the blades that grow in the earth. The, the grasses, the shrubs that grow on the earth. Because it's from these plants, these, this vegetation which grows on the earth, that creates this melody, as we said. And when this shepherd knows this melody, through the fact that the shepherd knows this melody, he instills energy within, these, within this vegetation. And now the animals have something to eat because they receive their strength from the earth and all its produce. So the, the shepherd, with the melody that he knows how to sing from this place, he's able to instill energy within these shrubs and those shrubs are able to feed the animals. And this is the aspect of what is brought in Shira Shirim, chapter 2. The first blossoms, the first blossoms, the buds have appeared in the land. The time of singing has arrived. And we see what Rabban was trying to tell us here. Meaning that these buds and blossoms are growing in the earth because of that song and that melody which is applicable to them, which is giving them strength. As we said above, Nimtza, we find the result of all of what we said is what? That through the song and the melody which the shepherd knows, he gives strength within the, the shrubs and the vegetation. And now, there is pasture for the animals. 
this melody is also good for the shepherd himself. That because the shepherd is constantly among animals, it's possible that he would drag himself down to this, uh, that the shepherd would drag himself down unintentionally from the aspect of human spirit to animal spirit, just because he's around them so much. Until the shepherd grazes himself. Until literally he's trying to find himself and he's shepherding himself. They went to shepherd the sheep of their father, as it says about the Shvatim, that uh, when they went to Dotan, when the ten tribes went to Dotan, they went, it says they went to shepherd the sheep of their father. And what does Rashi say? They went to pasture themselves, meaning they fell down from this aspect. But through melody, one is saved from this. Because melody, song, comes from the refinement of spirit, as we said. Look in lesson 54 of Look in lesson 282 as well. It says in Kohelet, uh, what is sorry? Because melody comes from the refining of spirit. That you're refining and you're separating the spirit of man from the spirit of animal. And you're protecting the spirit of man from falling into the, the spirit of animal. And that's what melody is essentially doing. Who knows that it is the spirit of man which ascends on high? Who knows that it's the spirit of these children of men, which goes and ascends higher and higher. And the spirit of animal, which descends below. As it says over there in Kohelet. Because this is the essential melody. To collect and to purify, to separate, to refine the good spirit. In lesson 54 and 282. And therefore, through melody, one is saved from this animal spirit. Because now, now one has purified himself and separated and refined himself from the spirit of animal and ascended to the spirit of, of man through this aspect of melody. And there's many distinctions. With regard to melody, because there's a complete melody, and there's a melody with many different sections, which can be separated into sections and themes. Melody has many different variations. Know that the king himself has melody in its entirety. He has the perfect essence of melody. He has the perfection of melody. But the officers, the noblemen, they only have a portion of that melody, of, of true melody. Each, to each and every person according to his place and his stature. This is why Daniel told Nebuchadnezzar in, um, in Daniel chapter 4, You are the tree. And there was food for all in it. Because Nebuchadnezzar, we said above, who is the king. And because he's the king, he has all the melodies. Therefore, through him, all sustenance is drawn to the entire world. Because we said above, it's the melody which draws sustenance to the plants, which then give food to the animals. So everything actually is drawn through the melody. It's the source of everything. And as we know, even the Vilna Gaon said, I believe, that... Um, 
this awesome idea that um, if there was not, no Torah in the world, that he would engage all day in the aspect of music. Amadi, this is how high Nigun is. Rabbeinu speaks very highly about Nigunim in the highest fashion. And there's no one that can explain it in this fashion that Rabbeinu is teaching us that it's this idea that Nigun is so high, you're able to refine yourself from the aspect of animal to human. And, and especially that it's so high that we speak about it with regard to Nikudot Avot and finding the good within yourself and how this is the all the redemption Rabbeinu speaks about in Lesson 282 and how this is connected to Melody. That Melody is actually finding the good from within the bad. And it's this most awesome redemption, this most awesome salvation. So Rabbeinu is saying, he brings from Daniel, that Daniel told Nebuchadnezzar, you are the tree in which food has, in which there was food for everyone in it. Why? Because Nebuchadnezzar was the king who had all Melody, as we said. Because the king possesses Melody in its entirety. And therefore through the king, because he has all the Melodies, he draws all the sustenance. Because sustenance is drawn through melody, as we said above. Therefore, Yaakov, our forefather, even though he did not know that it was Yosef, just by the fact that this, the, his children, the ten tribes, told him the conduct of Yosef, he sent him a melody suitable for such a minister. Because the brothers, when they came back many times, came back to Yaakov telling him about what was happening. And obviously the brother didn't recognize Yosef, so Yaakov couldn't know it was Yosef. But the brother told him about this person who they thought was this minister, who was actually Yosef, but they told him about his, his conduct and his behavior. And Yaakov saw that his conduct was very high. So he sent him the melody through the ten tribes. He sent him the melody suitable for such a minister, according to what he heard from his children, the ways of this minister. Because Yaakov, who didn't know this officer was Yosef, but he wanted to get from this officer um, whatever he needed to through that melody, that basically he would be able to, through that melody, get whatever he needed to, that they would be able to, tra- to, to communicate to this language, that Yosef would be able to to conform to the will of the Shvatim through the melody Yaakov was giving them. Therefore, he sent to this minister, Yaakov sent to this minister, who was actually his son Yosef, but he sent it through the children, the ten Shvatim, this melody of the land of Israel. And this is what he told his children. Take from this song of the land from your pouches, or in your pouches. Meaning, take that nigun, that melody that we talked about above, which is the song of the earth, as we said, uh, that we heard from the corner of the earth, these songs, right? From the, from the ends of the earth, these melodies. That's what Yaakov is saying. Take from the melody of the earth, of the land of Israel, in your vessels. Bring down to the man as tribute, a little bit of balsam. Me'adavash, a little bit of honey. Nechot valot, gum and resin. Botnimush kedim, pistachios and almonds. Hem bechinot mashkolot midot anigun. And all these elements that Yaakov Avinu gave to his children, the balsam, the honey, etc., etc., these are all the melodies, scale and rhythm. These are all the tunes of the melodies. Kianigun asemik dulea'aretz, because the melodies are created from what grows in the land. Or sorry. Yeah, because the melody... Naase is, uh, or it stems from, it's created from what grows in the land, as we said. That each and every aspect of the earth sings a song, and that that song um, has a certain melody that the that the shepherd who is Yaakov Avinu 
is then is able to take and give strength back into the land, which then gives strength to everything else. So, Ba'uch Hashem, that's it for today with this regard to these two Torah. May we apply what is written here and Bizrat Hashem review this because Be'emet, this is this is very awesome and very special. That's it. Yom Tov everyone.